I would say, oh, I am I am stuffed from yesterday's yeah. feast. So, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. So much, so much food. It wow. is. That sounded authentic. Yeah, it almost sounded like we just wrapped up Thanksgiving mm-hmm. yesterday in the Micah Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. Thank you for uh, choosing us to be part of your holiday weekend. Uh, obviously, people may be doing some shopping this weekend, and with shopping, inevitably, there'll be some shoplifters. And this particular criminal had an interesting amount of one thing that he stole. Well, with the economy the way it is, Mike, <laughs> thanks, Biden. Uh, yeah, um, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> uh, police in St. Louis were called to a, uh, a location of a former seafood market. Okay, so it used to be a seafood market, gotcha. Um, where there had been a break-in. And what they found was uh, Rataka Lamazoni. <laughs> Rataka La- Not Lamazoni. Yeah. Oh, Rataka. What did Rataka do? Uh, was caught stealing over $1,000 worth of air fresheners. Of air fresheners from a former seafood market. I guess this place had closed up, and they think, well, the only way we're going to get some new renters in here... Is by freshening the air. But how many how many air fresheners, even if you get the fancy kind, right, right from your bath and body or whatever, how many do you have to steal to get to $1,000? So the, the police arrive, and the back door is open, and there is a, uh, a stack of air fresheners uh, right next to a pry bar and a meat cleaver. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. So they go in and Lamazoni is standing there next to a shopping cart filled with more air fresheners. Ah, I gotta get them all. Gotta get them all. Gotta get them all. Supermarket sweep style. So the police say, hey, knock it off. And he takes off. Oh God. They he, gave him an out. He runs. Lamazoni, they gave you an out. And starts and, and hides from the cops. And the cops say, dude. We know where you're here. We, yeah. we, we got you. Come on out. He won't do it. Oh, Lamazoni. The cops then say, we're going to send in the canine <laughs> if you don't come out. I'm pretty easy to follow his scent considering he's bathed in yeah. air fresheners at this point. So, yeah, now he's he's already got $1,200. He's, he's stolen $1,200 worth of air fresheners, which now he's, he's already a felon. Right, yes. Uh, and... And he's uh, he's resisting arrest and trying to evade officers. Uh, finally, he said, okay, I, I can't take any of this lemon pine-scented amazingness. <laughs> um, he, uh, he said, the, the guy was like, what are you doing? And he said, I was just sleeping and I was not involved in the theft. I just, I was just, I, I just stopped there to sleep. I know what it looks like. I know there's a meat cleaver and a pry bar and a huge shopping cart full of air, <laughs> air fresheners. But I had nothing to do with this. You just, if it's a, a big case of mistaken identity. <laughs> yeah, no, not so much Lamazoni. So I think he's going to jail. For yeah, yeah, he is. And then he's got to go around the cell and be like, what are you in for? Uh, I sold $1,200 worth of air fresheners. Right. I yeah. smell like apple cinnamon. Yeah, look at me go. Uh, here's another criminal that is a terrible individual, but what he was doing seems like being able to multitask on a level I could never achieve. Okay. It's an individual just gets out of jail, okay? And he's uh, riding around on a bike. This comes to us from uh, uh, Florida, obviously. And so this guy is riding his bike. This is Clearwater, Florida. He's near the beach. And uh, all of a sudden, he uh, has this little man 
out to show everybody. Oh, yeah. While riding a bike. Then. Ouch. Yeah. Not only that, he then proceeds to whip up a batch of thunder while riding the bike. So that's where I go. That's multitasking on a whole new, new level. Obviously, you need yeah. to go to jail. Obviously, you need to be arrested. It's it's public indecency. It is. But that's an individual who I don't know if he has one hand on the on you know one of the the handles and one mm-hmm. hand on his handle, or if he's going no hands and both hands. <laughs> I'm not quite sure exactly what's transpiring there. But the multitasking involved to be able to ride the bike, keep it upright, and keep yourself upright. Yes, is impressive. Yes, there's there's. A big part of me that wants to watch this from afar. Not close enough that I can see no, anything, right, exactly. but far enough that I know what's going on and saying, I got to see how this plays out. <laughs> how long, <laughs> pardon the pun, but until you go, I th- is he doing what I think he's doing? Mm-hmm. To your point, yeah, it's like from afar you go, is that is that really, is he really, yeah. oh my God, he's actually, he's, he's doing it. Because I remember as a kid trying to figure out how to ride a bike without any hands. And that was fraught with peril, sure. just not doing that other thing, let alone doing that other thing and riding the bike. Mm-hmm. Obviously needs to be arrested, obviously a gross individual, but at the but same token... I think the circus should call him. Right, exactly. He may be on, he may have an adult-only fans page that he could go to. So, uh, terrible individual, but kudos to the multitasking ability. On to more sex here in the Sex and Poop podcast. Yeah, now, I mean, this guy, the guy on the bike, has nothing on the um, this certain breed of bat that apparently has a disproportionately enormous penis. Oh, bat penis? Yeah. Bat penis! The serotine bat has a strangely large penis that it doesn't use... For penetration, but instead, as a it says, a copulatory arm during mating. Yeah, so it's like it kind of grabs or something. Like what? What does that mean? What is that? Like a prehensile tail? Yeah, or exactly. Come over it? here. Yeah. Um, according to Nicholas Faisal, a researcher from Switzerland's University of Lausanne, he said he'd been working on uh, this bat for a year and observed that, quote, its penis is super long. Great scientific. <laughs> scientific there. Super long. Not just long. He is super long. So much so that they're about seven times longer than the actual vagina that they would be yeah, that can see. I can see where it would be an arm then instead yeah. because that would be bad for everyone involved. Stranger still. Uh, when it when it's in when it's in bat boner mode, ba- <laughs> uh, engage bat boner mode, engage. Yeah, and it is it, the it, this is this is so this is so adorable. The head of the penis turns into a little heart shape. Oh, which now makes it seven times wider than the female bat vagina. So it's just has- it just seems like it's the peacock's plume. Yeah, pardon the pun there, but it's just kind of all show, no go. Um, so. They, uh, the scientists have been have been uh, trying to figure this thing out, and um, this guy gets an email, um, and the subject of the line is penis epistichus. What's that again? And the guy said, "This has got to be spam." Yeah, uh, but it's the actual genus of the of the bat. Uh, so he opened the video, he opened the email, and there was a video in there of this guy who apparently has been filming bat sex in the attic of a church. You know. As one does. <laughs> uh, he says, I was really amazed. Um, 
because we had our answer. The email came from a guy named Jan Jackin. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mr. Jackin can't be the one that is... A retiree the- with no scientific background. He's just up in the attic of a church. <laughs> what is he doing up Fill- there in the first place? Porn. And he's like... <laughs> Uh, Faisal said, Jackin's passion made him the best guy to understand this. The retiree was named a co-author of this new study, and they analyzed the uh, mating events of bats in a church attic and re- uh, recorded bat rehabilitation center in war-torn Ukraine. I mean, this is just a, there's going to be, a, there's gonna, you know what, this is going to be. A, a Nobel Prize. It is. A Nobel Prize and an Oscar-winning movie when it all comes out. And going to be a subscription that people pay for. Um and uh, and this article just goes on and on and describes uh, in great in detail, detail um, the the mating of a these types of bat, which apparently takes about fifty three minutes, uh, anywhere from fifty three minutes to thirteen hours. Yikes! Uh, Wrap it up, bro. It's a really weird reproductive strategy, but bats are weird and have a lot of weird reproductive strategies. Uh, I think there are probably uh, quite a lot of weird morphologies and behaviors we just don't know anything about. You know what can help you go that long? Tell me. Nugenics. Yeah, she'll like it too. Maybe not if you have the heart tip penis that is seven times bigger than yeah. where it needs to go. I think, yeah, I think the bat needs to be the next uh, yeah. <laughs> guest Hi. sports. Exactly. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas. I'm Doug Flutie. And I'm the bat with the schlong. I'm the bat with the heart-shaped winger. That's right. I'm Bat Boner, and I'll be here with Nugenics. Just text Bat Boner to 696969. Uh, There is a new dating method out there, Johnny. Tell me. Uh, Men apparently are now manipulating women with the penny dating method. Okay. The method involves a man putting in a 100% investment at the beginning of a romance before deliberately dropping the level of effort until his female partner feels lucky to get the bare minimum. <laughs> okay, I think I understand what's going on here. Yes. Uh, uh, the TikToker Erica Tham, she was talking to a male friend about love bombing, uh, inundating a new partner with constant and extravagant displays of affection early in a relationship. The friend told Tham that men have their own perverted twist on this tactic dubbed the penny method. Men imagine a woman is like a piggy piggy bank, and they adjust their investments accordingly. To get her interested, obviously, at first, you have to be feeding her $100 bills. Now he's where it gets sick. Uh, The friend went on to explain the adjustments of attention over time. A man would deliberately decrease the amount of attention given to the girl before inflating it again ever so slightly to appease her. However, over time, the investments become smaller as the woman's sense of self-worth is eroded. (laughs) So this is like when you take a class in college and they say, look, everybody in this room has an A and I'm yes. going to deduct points as we go. Correct. Um, but what what's missing here is what causes the deduction? What, is, what does she not do that says, all right, yeah. now I'm only 95% in? Yeah, they say, so after putting in 100% investment at the beginning of the relationship, grabbing her attention, a man decreases investment to 90% and then so on so on. Basically, you just keep repeating the cycle and wearing her off until uh, effort until you get to a point where you're giving her pennies and suddenly she's excited to receive a nickel. Uh, she told her female you're flowers. giving her the money? No, but oh. basically like the emotional equivalent of that. Oh, I see. Okay. And so the word of warning at the end of that TikTok is... To never accept anything over $100. But it doesn't say what predicates then the less effort. It just seems like these people are a-holes and they're doing it to manipulate people. Well, and God almighty, we don't really know how to have relationships anymore. There's there's not really a time in school where we're taught how to just court each other. 
And I no. think everyone is just confused, and you don't want to step on this, and you want that, and, and, and they're just making stuff up to try to figure this out. And we just we have no we have no interpersonal skills left. We really because it's like you don't want to. There's always like, well, you don't want to smother. You don't mm-hmm. want to don't want to contact too much. I read another expert that said you don't want to send texts too early in a relationship. There's a there's, right. when do you call back? You're right. It's fraught with landmines everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. But I know one way you shouldn't go is the penny dating method because yeah. that just makes you an a hole. Like you know, you'd be better off just to ghost somebody at that yeah. point instead of playing with their emotions in that way. And it's not that. There shouldn't be that much effort to an actual relationship to where you would need to play that game of like, well, I'm going to give her a bunch of attention, then no attention, then maybe some more attention. Then a, like, don't don't be the puppet master. Right. And, and do you get the impression that the girl knows that she's on this sliding scale? No, that's that. That's the thing. Oh, that's that's a. Well, I guess I don't know. I, I don't know which is better, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I hate all of this. I do, too. It's like. And the thing about it is because you give somebody a complex, right? If you're spending all your time with them and then you're not spending any time with them and then you spend, that's just a roller coaster you don't want to be on. Yeah. And you can't really look to our elected officials either for, uh, oh, God, no. For romance they, advice. Their relationships are all crap, usually. Absolutely. You know, if, if, it's, if it's not George Santos spending pa- uh, campaign well, donations only on OnlyFans and Botox, uh, we got this story. Or, or uh, Bobert right. giving a giving a nice little graze over the pants at the Beetlejuice musical. Is this intermission? Um, no, there's an emission though. Oh God, my Heyo. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what? If you want to switch over and listen to a <laughs> different podcast, a, a murder podcast, or that's, that's, Joe that's, Rogan or something, go right ahead. That's why this is too good for radio, Johnny. We can do this kind of stuff. But anyway, continue. So, Mark Wayne Mullen. Isn't he the dude that wanted to fight the Teamster? Yeah, uh, who's been in the news a lot lately. Um, this story has cropped up from 2015. Okay. Where a former member of uh, the House, uh, his wife said that they were all on a trip a uh, bunch of Congress people. They go on to diplomatic trips from time to time to like and, tour different places. Right, and their spouses, uh, about 40 members, had gone on a trip to Israel uh, as part of the American-Israel Public Relations, Public Affairs Committee. Okay, no, gotcha. So, um, so they take this long trip to Israel, they land, um, and then they're going to take a, a bus ride to wherever it is they're going. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people said, hey, I'm going to close my eyes for a little bit. Yeah, take wake, a quick nap. Wake me when we get there. According to reports, mm-hmm. Senator Mark Wayne Mullen um, walked up and down the aisle of the bus, put his finger on the nose of several dozed-off passengers, and took pictures. What kind of weird par- paranormal activity thing is this guy doing? She's, quote, This idiot starts walking up and down the bus with his camera, and anyone who fell asleep, he would just put their finger on their nose, boop, and snap a selfie. There was a mixture of anger and laughter. Uh, But she said, I don't think it's appropriate. It was just middle school. It is. It's very much at your middle school sleepover when somebody falls asleep and then you make fun of them. Um. He has since gone on a press tour about the uh, the incident last week in yes. Congress where he wanted to fight this guy, only to be uh, thrown to the floor by Bernie Sanders. Yes, I'm going to do this. Um, Bubble baby, Bobby Bunkers. 
And I also didn't understand when he said, we're two consenting adults. It's like, are you going to make out? What are you doing? Well, considering he boops people that are, yeah. when they're asleep, I wouldn't be surprised. So, and yeah, and, and it is it is absolute middle school behavior. It's also one of those things like, what the, what, what the hell are we, what, what are we even doing anymore? What, what, is, what is really happening in our world right now? The fact that that was a government-funded trip right. where he pulled those shenanigans. Was he think he's going to blackmail someone later on? or like? I just think he thought it was funny, I guess. It's, and it may be in middle school, yeah. but you are a senator. And like, what are you going to do? Like, What was the best thing you did while your time in office? It wasn't passing bills like, there was that time I went to Israel and these, this, these dumb SOBs fell asleep and I put my finger on their right, nose. Right, And it's... You know, it's. I think even back about when um, Al Franken, uh, you know, yes. did the mock. I'm, I'm going to honk the boobs here thing. Totally inappropriate, but also it's like to what end? Is it what are we? What are, I mean, is this what we're? Is this what we're losing our marbles over when there's so many other things going on in the world? Yes, we uh, we. Are. And is this what we're doing when there's so many other? I mean, it makes sense on no level. Correct. I'm I'm with you on that. Bunch Mark. of stupids. Bunch of idiots. Uh, we move on here in the Too Good for Radio podcast with the holiday season now upon us. Mm-hmm. Johnny, did you know that about 7% of our population suffer from Christmas tree syndrome? What is this? Well, it's you're extremely allergic to real Christmas trees. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. A woman in Ohio. That's crazy. Said after a few hours of decorating, the so her and her husband... Get a real Christmas tree for the first time. She never had a real Christmas tree growing up. They're like, hey, we're married. Going to get a real Christmas tree. She said after a few hours of decorating, she noticed one side of her face was swollen. She said she thought it was from stress, so she brushed it off. Short time later, her hands, feet, and tongue were swollen, and she couldn't swallow. Oh, my God. Her husband then rushed her to the hospital where she collapsed, and the medical staff had to give her an EpiPen injection. Yeah. Yeah. Doctors knew she was allergic to something, and she told them it must have been from her Christmas tree because she hadn't eaten anything recently. The doctors then realized that she had Christmas tree syndrome. Wow. Where she's allergic to, like, the pine needles and just everything that is emanating. Mm -hmm. Because it was inside the house, she never had a real Christmas tree before. Right. She is one of the 7% of the population that suffer from Christmas tree. So you line 100 people up. That's a lot of people still when you think about the the whole country. You line up 100 people in a room with a a real Christmas tree, and seven of them are going to blow up like a Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade balloon because of your real Christmas tree. And I love how they just call it, much like Lou Gehrig's disease, they're like, well, I don't know, what are we going to call this? I don't know, we're going to call it Christmas tree syndrome. Because 7% of 350 million is 24 million people. Good, 24 right? million. Did I do that math right, I think? Uh, 24 million peeps? Yeah. Uh, they say that the severity the severity of this woman's case is rare. Okay. It doesn't usually get to this extreme to where you almost die from trimming the tree. Uh, but there is so just a word of warning for all you real Christmas tree fans out there. Make sure no one has <laughs> Christmas. It just sounds made up, though. It, it does sound made up. What happened to you? Well, I had a bad case of the Christmas tree syndrome. Yeah, it sounds like something Scrooge would use to right. not have to put up a decoration in his house or an excuse why people have artificial trees. It's like I can't. I just I have Christmas I, tree syndrome. I have hey, to have that's not. Tree. You know what? There's nothing against artificial trees. Mm-hmm. My we grew up with artificial trees. Did you? Yeah. 
Maybe my dad, you know what? Now I think about it. I think it was, you're, you know what? I think we could have had excuse. it. It was an excuse. My yeah. dad probably probably said he had Christmas tree syndrome. Go cut down a tree. Yeah, it's go good do for, it. Go exactly. do it for Jesus. Exactly. He, that's what he would want. He's a carpenter, right? <laughs> you can use some of the wood chips to do something and do some whittling or something along those lines. So, yeah, but watch out. There's the Christmas tree syndrome out there, okay? We've talked uh, sometimes about when somebody is protesting something they go to such an extreme that you start to have sympathy for the other side. Or their their, their protest is so over the top where you go, okay, now you've, made it, you've made it worse. PETA, PETA is, a is a very good example. Yeah, exactly. They go over the top yeah. with their protests, and then it makes the it makes you go, you know what? We should cage more lions. <laughs> right. Because of you, PETA, yeah. I want more lions in the wild put into a cage and made to do tricks for the circus. And now one group has started to uh, make a big to-do over Kim Kardashian, and the story I'm about to tell you is going to make you sympathetic for Kim Kardashian. That's going to be hard to do. Which is a lot, right? Well, I guess she does get a little because, although she knowingly decided to go into a relationship with Kanye West, yeah. but having to continue to put up with him because he's the you know dad of some of your kids. I have some sympathy there, but for the most part, terrible person. Fill me in on this. Well, she just recently released a new clothing line called Skims. Oh, very inventive. Yeah. And part of the clothing line of Skims, Skims. is a brassiere mm-hmm. that has added nipple to it. Don't you wear the bra Don't you wear the bra to try to hide the nipple? That's this is the exact opposite. Okay, so they put okay. extra nips on the skims. Because, you Skim know, nips. So you think of somebody like Kim Kardashian. She she knows intuitively, hey, if the nips are poking out, I'm getting that much more attention. <laughs> that's right? true. Yeah, that is true. And so that's kind of what these, that's what this bra is going for. So you can protect the real ones, show off the fakes. So she makes a, uh, a promo for this new bra, and she says the following. The sea levels are rising. The ice sheets are sh- shrinking. I'm not a scientist. But I do believe everyone can use their skill set to do their part. So I'm introducing a brand new bra with a built-in nipple so that no matter how hot it is, you always look cold. <laughs> now that's... <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm trying to unpack what what is the pitch there. Isn't that a thing a majority of women... Like, I understand what yeah. she's going for, but I think a majority of women go their whole life to ensure that that doesn't happen. But she's saying... If global warming were to happen, if we're all going to die a fiery yeah. death, at least you look like your nips are hard. Right. And, that, and that's what she's saying. You know, it's getting warmer out, so you don't have that uh, that cold nipple poking through your sweaters like people do, right? Okay. Absolutely ridiculous. And <laughs> On its premise, absolutely so. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, <laughs> always have hard nips with yeah. skims. Now Greenpeace has weighed in. And says, "Why? This, why would they need? Why would they need to weigh in? This is an outrage. Um, <laughs> why? She is co-opting the language of climate activists to promote a plastic product made from petrochemicals. It's an obvious case of greenwashing. And, greenwashing, which is which is when companies will, oh, will right, say, say they donate to the environment just to but, make themselves so, look good. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they're actually donating, but it's just it's it's, it's, it's more of a. But we're still fraud. dumping crap all over the uh, place. Gotcha. Using melting glaciers and rising sea levels as a punchline to improve your profit margins makes a mockery of an issue that is devastating millions of people's lives. Do we know that's increasing profit margins just because she mentioned it? 
We desperately need global icons like Kim to champion the fight against climate change. Sadly, this isn't what's happening here. Crying face emoji. Okay. Kim's new advert perpetuates the harmful profit-giving system, accelerating the climate crisis and diverts attention away from more impactful actions. Good, sweet criminality, Greenpeace. I thought you were a bunch of hippies. Uh, and yeah, and, and so you go, yeah, no, I'm on Kim's side. Yeah, That's, I mean, <laughs> whatever they were trying to do there, it's completely backfired. And now it's like, yeah, you know what, Kim? I, I ho- I'm going to go buy a nipple bra just I because. I have too. As patently, I want one. as patently absurd as your product is, yeah, I'm more, I'm more pro nips now because of that Greenpeace firing back at you, right? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's exactly it's it. A, it's a stupid thing that she wrote to begin with about, well, always make sure your nipples are hard. Yeah. I mean, in, in the grand scheme of what we may lose out on, not, you know, Florida falling into the ocean or California being going gone from our map, that's fine to Kim Kardashian. The worst part of global warning is my nipples aren't hard enough yeah. in the cold to show off. And look, she's making a silly joke that's going yes, to appeal exactly. to a certain right, level exactly. of people. And, and, you know, we can it's all, tongue in cheek. It, it is. And you go, you go. Ha ha. Okay, whatever, and and you move on about it. But uh, you know, for Greenpeace to lose their collective marbles over this, they're bringing more eyes to the nips. Yes, they are. So and they don't, and they just did this. They didn't need to do that. No more nip bras are going to be sold now because of Greenpeace's reaction to it than would so be too. beforehand. I so because I think a, a majority of people be like, all right, we don't need extra nipple in our bra. Right. We're wearing a bra to cover the nipple. No. Oh, Kim Kardashian. So, by the way, if you are looking for a wonderful gift for the woman in your life, Skims. Yes. Now with more nips. And you'll like it, too. Yes, and you'll like it, too. <laughs> Johnny, thank you very much, as always. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And don't forget the coupon code that we have for uh, Nugenics. Having a Black Friday sale. Yes, we are. That's right. So yeah. um, we can uh, get double the double double the man boosting formula. Yes, uh, testosterone. If, you're, if your man isn't boosted enough, they will boost your man even more. And next thing you know, you'll be on a bike whipping up a batch of thunder, thanks to Nugenics.